Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. My name is Brian. Tonight we are going to look at racing games. Episode 52. Going to look at racing games we played for the month of November. Tonight I'm joined with Moose. I'm thinking I'm back. Spiral. Hey, hey. Bash. Darkseid. Bang, bang. Muff. Vroom, vroom. Melbro. Pumpkin cheesecake ice cream. And Emil. Let's get it on. All right, Moose, do you want to kick things off with the uh, racing games you played in the month of November or anything else you played? Well, okay, let's start with anything else because it's a little bit more exciting. I I, I jumped into Halo Infinite. Um, The beta dropped, uh, I don't know, at the beginning of the month. I've been playing a lot of that with Smoo. He's not on right now, but we've we've had him on the show before. Um, It's really good. It's fun. Halo's back. I'm back. What else do you need, you know? <laughs> you play with your um, boy Greatness, right? Yeah, your boy Greatness is Smooth's cousin. But uh, yeah, it's you. it's fun. Dwayne. Are you good? I'm I'm getting my feet under me again. I'm not going to say I'm good until uh, I prove myself, you know? So does this, like, replace Destiny? Like, you're never going to um, play Destiny again since you got Halo Infinite? It's kind of... Uh, I don't want to play Destiny again because I don't know how to jump back in. It's been kind of long. Halo is a little bit more straightforward. You just, you know, play the game and jump into multiplayer. You don't have to, like, worry about anything else. In Destiny, you got to, like, get into the world and, like, go get bounties and shit. And then the playlist you want. So it's, like, it's not as, as uh, seamless, I guess. So, like, in Destiny, your weapons that you get in the world carry over to multiplayer. In Halo, they're fixed, like fixed weapons, and they're on the map. So you're not like, like single player doesn't matter for multiplayer unless it's like cosmetic or something. But the mul- the single player is not even out yet for Halo. But yeah, it's it's harder for me to jump back into Destiny. So when you say you have to be good, is that does that mean you got to play smooth one on one again to prove yourself? If I play smooth one on one and I beat him, our friendship might be over. So I don't think I'm ever going <laughs> to do that again. <laughs> Dang man. <laughs> um. So back to, I guess, switching gears to, to racing games. Uh, I played Forza Horizon 5, put about like 10 hours in the game. Um, that one, you know, went straight to Game Pass at the beginning of the month. It looks amazing. Uh, a lot of people here, I think, have played it. Uh, I haven't played like traditional racing games since probably like N64 PS1 type era. So it's been a long time. And, Everything looks really nice. I don't. So I think I remember in the older games, you used to be able to like switch your controls to like manually shift. I don't even know if that's an option anymore. I haven't played enough racing games to know if you could even do that. Like press like right bumper or whatever to shift gears or however it used to work. I would think Um, they would have that, but yeah, I have no idea. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see it in like the in your face type of settings. Like I didn't really go deep into the settings. 
Um, but the game, I mean, it plays really nice. It, it has a built-in rewind feature. Like if you go skidding off the road, you just press like Y or something, and then it takes you back. I don't know, like ten seconds or something. Like it rewinds your your car, you and the whole bitch. game rewinds. Yeah, that What's seems that? like cheating to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of like, but I don't think I don't think it'll work if you're playing online against other people. I think it's only for a single player. Mm. But I mean, I haven't even tried to go online against other people. Uh, what's funny is if anybody's ever played a Forza game, then they're like avatars in the game, and it's like you're racing against them even though you're really not. So like, Spiral sent a picture of Goose in front of him or whatever. That wasn't actually Goose playing. That was like his avatar was in one of the cars during the race. Yeah, That totally threw me off when I was playing yeah, this. Yeah, it, it, it was trippy. I had to look it up. <laughs> I was like, there's no way all these people are playing and whipping my ass. Because I couldn't believe it. I've, and then, I've, I've seen other games like that before, so I knew yeah. right away when I seen it. But that was still yeah, pretty it's cool. Like, it, was a, it was trippy. Yeah, it was trippy when I first saw that. But it's cool. I mean, they start you off with some pretty like powerful cars. I think like a Corvette, like a Supra, and some other cars. But uh, I don't know. It's it's pretty fun. It's a game that like I could see going back to every once in a while. But I don't think I'm gonna put like a thousand hours into it or anything. Now this is an open world racing game. Is that right? It's an open world racing game, and it it's kind of as you'd expect it. Like you're driving from like section to section and i don't remember what they called each like it's like almost like states i don't know how it is in in mexico because it takes place in mexico um but you're driving from section to section and then you go to like these waypoints on your map and you could start events like races and off-road crap where you take photos and all this other stuff like that but um it's seems pretty cool i think if you're really into racing games it'd be like you know everything anybody would want kind of thing so I think right now, uh, there's a, some story, but like, who gives a shit, you know? When it comes to, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to that, <laughs> yeah, I racing think there's a games. story. It seems like the story's cheesy. They're just trying to get you to like go to other places and race other people and keep the you know, like keep just like moving around. You know, it doesn't seem like it's a, you know, like a character-driven story or anything like that. You like those Need for Speed? I mean, uh, not Need for Speed, but uh, what's the name of those shitty movies? Fast Fast and Furious. Furious. I've only seen the first one, which I thought, like, I thought the first one was good. That's the only one I've seen. I I watched part of the second one, and I had to, like, stop because it was so cheesy at the beginning. (laughs) What? No, man. Yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious is the best one. No, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. Tokyo Drift, It was so cheesy. (laughs) Tokyo Drift, I didn't see that one. Oh, about Wow. No. Yeah, <laughs> well, Ludacris was in the Tyrese. second one, wasn't he? Or... Tyrese, or, or, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really into racing. Uh, those racing movies. I did try Dirt Five as well. That one was on Game Pass. That was more like uh, an off-road type uh, rally racing game, and I I didn't play that very much. But people seemed to like that, so I wanted to try it. I I didn't really give it too much of a chance. Probably like five ten minutes of playtime, but I uninstalled it. So with the open world stuff of Forza, like, do you do anything in the open world, or is it just used to drive to like enter into other races? Uh, there's stuff you can do. Like, like th- some of the events take you from one area of the open world to the other. Like, you're like following somebody, so you're like in the open world, and it's like you know you're unlocking locations and stuff as you're driving. So it is like an open world game, but you, I don't think you ever get out of your car other than like 
uh, initial like cutscenes where like they show you like getting ready to to race or or finishing a race and you're celebrating or something cheesy like that. But there's no like free movement outside of a car. Do you do anything like what type of events are there? Is it just only races? Do you like run the, some cops? Apparently, like Horizon is like this big f- racing festival. So like everything you do is like part of the big racing festival. And you're some big shot that they apparently they know who you are. I don't. There's no backstory, so it's like if you played them all, it's probably all the same. But they're just like cheering you on, saying like you're a badass, and you're like you start off the game like racing against like a like a passenger plane to get to the festival. It's kind of stupid, but it's it was cool. I mean, it looked cool, but yeah, they were dropping the as you're racing, they're dropping cars out of a yeah a plane out of the plane. And, yeah, uh, but the the story part. I, I only played like about an hour and then I got yeah. bored. Uh, but the game is very pretty. <laughs> and uh, it, it was it was fun because sometimes when it comes to racing games, I could just jump in, let me play for like a half hour or so when I get my fix and I'm done. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I was doing some part of the story. You had to go take a picture of a statue and a sandstorm and some shit. And yeah, that, I did that. Yeah. I just I, I just kept driving. I drove really, really fast. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you I, could literally I, like I just, you I that objective. Yeah, if I you have like, one of those, fast, and I just drove fast. That's all yeah, I did. You can do it. You can leave and just like do something else. Like that's what's kind of it's kind of weird in that game. Like they tell you like, hey, go do this, and you're like, nope, I want to do this instead, and you can, and it's not like you're not punished for it. I mean, just, you might not complete that objective, but like there's other there's a million other things you could do, so it doesn't really matter. It's not forcing a story on you, but it's like, hey, instead of just driving around and touching your dick all day, come do this shit. And, and when I unlocked, I did <laughs> that picture of that statue. Job, <laughs> Mostly trying to down gear shift, and he's just he's, grabbing yeah, his he's, dick. He's grabbing his dick in an automatic, you know? Grind it, grind it, baby. That's what he does, man. But like, if you ain't rubbing, that, you ain't racing, right? Yeah. <laughs> even, even taking the picture of that statue, or, like I don't even remember what happened. after. It was just like something like, oh, those statues are ancient, or something cheesy. Like It had no actual weight on anything. Yeah. So like, like you skip it, it didn't matter. I mean, maybe later... On in the game, maybe it ends up having a purpose, but maybe, or I'm, maybe it's like I'll, collectible I'll or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. It's 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 a game for people that like to get lost in a game for sure. So I mean, if you're into racing games and you got Game Pass, it seems like a no brainer. But it wouldn't be like something that I'd say like you got to get an Xbox and try this game. You know, it's not one of those games I've to me anyway. Online saying this is like you know the best racing game ever made, and you know yeah, but those same the people year said. And- those same people said Burnout Three was a good game. You know, like they don't know what the hell they're talking yeah. about. But remember, <laughs> in, uh, Burnout Three is a good game. He is, was it E Three or something? Uh, everybody already was already claiming it to be the best racing game ever made, and they didn't even get a chance to see it or play it yet. So I mean, that's because what what else are Microsoft fanboys going to get excited for? You know, there ain't a whole Halo, lot out man. there. Yeah, <laughs> Halo's Halo's the future, man. It's a good game. Ask Smoo. Smoo don't know. Oh, Smoo knows. All right, you got anything else, Moose? I did pick up uh, Castlevania Advance Collection on the Switch, and I started playing Aria of Sorrow. I didn't get very far, but I did. I did start that game. That's the only uh, only other game I really played. All right, we will be doing a Castlevania deep dive of the entire series later on, so I'm sure we'll hear more about that then. That's it for me. All right, Spiral, what you got for racing games? 
or non-racing games. It's probably, it's probably the cool-ass dude. He, like, he's drinking a glass of wine doing a podcast. That's some cool-ass shit, man. That's raccoon and, blood. And a Game of Thrones glass, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> raccoon down, blood. <laughs> I mean, drinking wine or, or eating ice cream out of the tub, you know? Like, <laughs> your standards are pretty low for what's cool as hell to do. <laughs> At least without eating chili again. <laughs> Well, uh, I I'm I'm the same uh, in the same boat as uh, as Moose. Racing games are not my forte, at least not now. Uh, back in the day, I played a lot of racing games, and when we get to our top threes, I'll talk about those. But um, right now, I don't play many racing games. So it was cool that this this theme coincided with the launch of Forza, because I played that game as well. Um, I didn't play it as much as Moose did. I played about two hours. Um, and I kind of had the same experience as Muff. Uh, not saying that this game is bad, but racing games are just not up my alley. But I thought it was cool for what it was, as as Moose alluded to. The open world's kind of neat, where you can go from race to race. You can explore open world and open up more areas. Like there's some RPG elements too. Where you, get, you earn points and XP and to unlock things. And I thought the opening cinematic was pretty neat. I have not seen any of the terrible Fast and Furious movies. But the cinematic in the beginning reminded me of, you know, that at least the trailers I've seen where the uh, yeah. the cars are dropping out of the planes and stuff. And then it, it lands right on the road and you seamlessly um, transition into the racing portion of the game. So I thought that was neat. Um, you can create your own characters, looks, and choose from different cars and unlockables. So I can see how this would be a huge, uh, a huge release for the racing fans and... Looking at, I was doing a little bit of research when I first played it. It has a huge following. The Forza series, it seems like, like there's a lot of subreddits uh, dedicated just to the Forza series. A lot of, a lot of chatter about the game. And on Metacritic, I think I got like 92. So it was like one of the better reviewed games of the year. So uh, I probably will never go back to it, but I can see how it's a great game. I did enjoy it a couple hours. I played with it. But that's it for racing for me. Uh, the other two games I played, really just one game. I finally uh, finished everything everything in The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Uh, nice. Completionist? I did, no, not completionist. I did. A th- I, did I got all the achievement points. I got a 1,000 gamer score. But there's so much more to do in that game. Um, there's missions I never, I never finished. Uh, there's different paths you can, you can take with different cutscenes and different outcomes that I just didn't do. It just takes forever to do, to do every single thing in that game. Um, even getting the thousand gamer score took me a while. I was looking at when I first started playing The Witcher Three, and it was in, in May of this year. So from May <laughs> to November, I was playing The Witcher. Wow! Um, but this week I was on on vacation, or last week, so I was able to really freaking go gung ho into this game. I was playing like eight hours a day, trying to finish it off for this podcast. And I got to say, this game is probably my favorite game of all time. I'd probably say. Wow! Better than Mass Effect. Uh, Fuck Mass Effect, man. This yeah, man, we got Witcher well, 3, baby. <laughs> Final Fantasy 7, Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> what a reaction from the crew on that statement. Oh, that's big, man. That's no, that's big. that's a huge statement by you, yeah, though. That's awesome, why. Man. I think of just the next generation games, and this game isn't even that new. I mean, it came out in 2015, but yeah. um, just everything from this, really just the story. <laughs> I think the story got me. The story from beginning to end, your, your, your search for, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but your search for a certain person and when you find them and then the, up to the very end, it's such a great ride, man. It's yeah. really cool, really memorable characters. 
Um, like three or four characters really stood out to me. And then the ending was so good, man. Holy shit. Like talk about like not the traditional like video game ending. Like, you know, sometimes there's like the obvious like, oh, there's this one boss, but you know, after you beat this one boss, there's a bigger boss after that they got to fight. Like it wasn't traditional in that aspect. Like the, I thought it was going to be that way, but it didn't turn out that way. The decisions you make and how they influence the game, the endings, like, I didn't do completionist because there's, there's, like, 36 endings, but, like, three specific endings. I only did the one. There's, a, there's like, a like a great ending, like, a, like a bittersweet ending. And like a, yeah, there's a bad ending, too, but I've only seen the good ending. Uh, what was cool, too, about the graphics is that you can see, like, the character's facial expressions. Like, um, there were th things where, you know, someone might set a joke. Or they were angry or annoyed at something, you could just see it on their face. Um, and it wasn't like vocalized, which I thought was really cool in this game. Yeah, so it's a great game. My last achievement was was finishing the game on Death March mode, which is like the hardest mode in the game, um, which was kind of difficult in the beginning uh, with like packs of wolves, which are like two bites and they, they kill you when there's like 10 of them attacking at the same time. But as you get farther and grind and get better weapons and armor, uh, it gets a lot easier. So actually, uh, Death March wasn't that difficult. There was a lot of the, a lot of grinding with um, attack and then roll out away and then attack and roll out away. Uh, but overall, it wasn't really that that difficult. Um, but yeah, I finished the, the Witcher Three Wild Hunt again. One of my favorite games of all time, if not the best game I've ever played. And I'm doing the DLC right now. Uh, right now, I'm working on Hearts of Stone, and then I'll do the other DLC, and then I'll be done with The Witcher. But yeah, that's a great game. Um, I recommend it to anybody. Unless you hate RPGs. Spyro says The Witcher 3 is his best game of all time, but then he won't pay $10 for Cyberpunk, <laughs> which is the next <laughs> game of the series. For the well, I'm waiting no, for you guys to play it and then talk about it, and maybe I'll pick it up. Well, I'll describe what the steelbook looks like. That's about as far as I'll go, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about racing games or anything else you played in November? Yeah, sure. Uh, first uh, racing game I played was uh, Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer on the Switch. It's the re-release of the N64 game. It's like getting right into it. Like uh, when you first turn the game on, it looks grainy as shit and like terrible. <laughs> so that it had yeah. me worried, and like all the menus and like the like cutscenes and stuff look grainy, but when you actually get into the gameplay, everything's cleared up. They, like, kind of up everything, so it looks good while you're playing. There's, like, a little bit of pop-up in, like, the background and stuff, but, like, the track and everything stays with you. Kind of plays like an F-Zero game if you played one of those, except it's probably easier. Like, really high-speed, uh... Anyone here not seen Episode 1? 
I haven't played the game, but I've seen episode one. Okay, cool. never game played it? Awesome. No, I never played it. Oh my god, it's been out since the '64, man. Where you been? This isn't a shocking statement. Relax. This ain't really fun. This a must-play. It's pretty shocking. I mean, it was it was a must-play back in the day. Yeah, now it's not a must-play. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it on, you know, like the top two level or anything like that. But it was definitely one that I expected everyone to play. Yeah, I kind of picked it up again. I wanted to see if it actually did hold up to what it was back in the day. And, uh, yeah, it still plays pretty good. Uh, one problem you'll find, like, right when you start is it's way too easy at the beginning. Like, I didn't remember it being that easy. You just hold the accelerator for, like, the first, like, six tracks, and there's no way to lose. Like, you'll never see anyone as soon as you hit the gas for, like, the rest of the race unless you lap them. Then after you get to the second circuit, it actually gets funner because, like, I think in the first circuit they actually make everything like go like half speed just so you can learn it. They kind of went too far with it, but after you get to the second circuit, like everyone starts catching up and stuff, and it gets funner. A couple different upgrade menus you can do between uh, missions. It's like a junk shop where you can like buy like kind of miscellaneous crap that you don't see in the regular shop, but they come in damaged, so you gotta like buy repair robots to like fix them between races and stuff. And it all sounds complicated at first, but it's all pretty straightforward. Yeah, there's like uh, shit, like 30 different racers you can choose eventually. Like you kind of unlock new racers with different stats between races. Uh, I started off playing as Anakin. Uh, he's like kind of a slow but balanced character. I had to ditch him after I got into the second circuit <laughs> because he's just too slow. It's pretty straightforward. That maybe some of the tracks might be a little too long for my taste, but uh, like how long? Probably like 90 seconds a track. So. Some of them get a little longer, but it kind of, again, when it's easy, when, like, you're in the, like, really easy early parts of the game, like, there's just no competition, so you're just, like, driving in a straight line through the tracks, so it kind of gets boring, but I guess after you get in farther, it doesn't feel like they're as long, but, uh, but it's just kind of, yeah, it's like a easier F-Zero, kind of. You got anything dark side? No, no, I, I mean, everything you said is right on. Uh, some Did you play track- this game, dark side? Oh, I played it a, a dozens of times, man. <laughs> it's like I had it on the 64. I bought it. Don't uh, insult Darkside like that. Last year on the PlayStation 4, I played it on there. I platinumed it, man. Remember? Remember I platinumed it. <laughs> I do not remember we're talking, that. We're talking Pod Racer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I that The 64 I bought was the Star Wars edition that came with that game. Yeah, I played a shit ton of this game, too. I was pissed, though, like when I first bought it, because I thought it was like a traditional Star Wars game when I was little. I didn't know it was just like a racing game. <laughs> <laughs> Legit is called Star Wars. Yeah, this one racer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> racer, right? I just Call saw Star Wars, yeah. man, and I thought I was getting like gonna fight with Darth Vader and some shit. But yeah, I end up loving the game. Though. It's a good game. Because maybe the biggest flaw with the game is when you're in the menus. Like Watto, like the junk dealer guy, mm. he just constantly fucking saying the same shit over. Yeah, he was annoying. Yeah. Every time he moved to anything, like <laughs> that gets fucking annoying. But the rest of the voice actors don't like talk that much during the races and stuff, so it doesn't get too annoying. Jar Jar Binks would have been cool in it. I don't think he ever actually shows up. Yeah, no, he would have been cool in it though. He's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, favorite that's probably character. why I skipped it. I was like, no Jar Jar, why would I play this? <laughs> but uh, yeah, another. Racing game I played. If you didn't know this, they put like a big ass two story like arcade in Cherryville Mall, like where Sears used to be. 
I did not. You got like oh, laser tag and shit, and I got a bunch of arcade games. Right now, I'm saying Charles. Rockford. Rockford. Cherryville. Cherryville Mall. The fuck I say? St. Charles. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> we got Rick James in here, man. What's going on here? <laughs> man, what I played while I was there, I played the uh, Daytona USA 2. I've never actually seen it before, but I tried gave it a shot. Uh, not sure if I quite got the controls in the game, because it doesn't seem like there's a break anywhere. So I guess you just got to let off the gas and kind of drift around corners. I don't know if I... I'm probably missing something, but uh, I played the easy track. I ended up timing out on that because I was still getting used to it. It was like a dollar fifty a play, so I didn't play it too Fuck. much. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Then I ended up, uh, or maybe it was a dollar, I don't remember. But then I ended up timing out on that one, so I tried the advanced course. It's like we're like weaving through a city and shit. That was pretty cool, but. Uh, I ended up timing out on that one, too, but I got farther. I probably could have gone back and beat the beginner mode, but uh, I already spent, like, two, three bucks on it, so I moved on to something else. You I was going to play Daytona 1. They had, like, four different machines linked together, though, so that one cost, like, two bucks a play, so it was like, I didn't hey, even man. have no money like to Pandemic play, prices, so man. <laughs> Recouping that money, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was pretty busy, and actually, I was just up there to, like, I can't remember what I was getting at the mall, but. And, uh, see, while I was there, also, I played, uh, I'm done with my racing games. Uh, I played Robotron 2078 or whatever it is. It's like the original twin stick shooter. You, like, move with the left stick and you aim and shoot with the right stick. It was fun for a few minutes. I think I got to, like, level five. But, uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite old school arcade games. It's still cool. But, yeah, it's hard as hell. I never get very far at all, but it's fun. And uh, I think I played some like Metal Slug Four. I don't really have anything to say about. You love that. Metal Slug. Oh yeah, that's not one of the better ones, but uh, it's pretty fun. And uh, I also went over and I played some uh, Marvel versus Capcom Two while I was there. I think everyone knows the deal with that. It's like three three character tag team: Marvel Marvel characters, Capcom characters. Uh, the weird thing when I was playing it, I never really thought about this before. I played as like Cable, someone, and someone. The first match I had was Cable versus Thanos, and I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" Yeah, that's like a Brolin guys, and like <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, same guy. guy. <laughs> it's like big coincidence there. But the thing about this machine, the volume was cranked all the way up, and it was like popping my fucking ears. Like the guy behind me was like, "What the hell?" And I was like, "I don't know." Man. <laughs> he was like trying to play skee ball behind me. I was like. The volume was turned up way too fucking high, so I just like died and quit playing. Yeah, that was Muff on the skee ball table. Yeah, yeah. Say, <laughs> OG3. OG3. <laughs> I would have been heard his game if that were me. Huh? Exactly. Muffonk. Bash question. Uh, huh? <laughs> Bash. Yeah. <laughs> the arcade, did it take quarters, tokens, uh, you, or did you have a card? Yeah, you got a card. You put like. Money on it. I put like five bucks on it. That's how they get you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Separate yeah. from real money, and then you just swipe that card without thinking. <laughs> yeah. Now I got like thirty cents on it or something that I didn't spend. But I'll probably go back eventually. But also, I played uh, the only other game I played this month, like Metroid Dread, which I still haven't beaten. I've been playing it on and off, like sporadically. But I like it. But uh, did you make it to the last boss? Uh, not yet. No. Now, I'm, I won't spoil anything. That last boss was a big difficulty spike, I thought. It was quite difficult. 
Yeah, we've talked a lot about this on the last few episodes, so I don't have much else to say. Good game. Like, the stealth parts get a little repetitious. You kind of just want them to be over. But uh, overall, I would recommend at least trying it out. And fuck Walmart, by the way, for not letting me return my game. So, Melbro to the rescue. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, man. Oh, Walmart. Fuck he is. Melbro's going to buy that extra copy that I got. Ah, sucker. It's good. Hey, I, I'm giving it a, a, a heavy discount. It's, it's definitely worth that. I heavy got dick in. <laughs> I thought Walmart took back anything. Yeah, dude, they were being a real hard ass about you it. You must have got some crazy people to yeah to deal with. Yeah, they were. I think it was because it was Walmart.com that they denied it. So then the people in the store were like, "Well, we're not going to do anything about it." And so yeah, I mean, I could have probably escalated to a manager, but I was like, "All right, whatever." I mean, they should, like for store credit, they shouldn't give you any hard time at all that's such, yeah. that's such bullshit yeah. yeah an open game that's crazy yeah unopened i thought it was 90 days for everything but it was like a week past 30 days and they were like nope yeah bullshit i remember uh like back in the days uh what was it 64 game i think uh some some customers trying to return it to the walmart in uh uh, when the clerk at the counter opened it up, it just had a bunch of rocks in it. No game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they caught me, man. Damn. <laughs> people used to swap them out with AOL discs. That was a big thing when I was working there, that people would return a game and they'd say, when I bought it and opened it, there was just an AOL disc inside. That happened um, all the time. Dude, Brian, remember at GameStop, people would trade in games and be like, weed? In the case, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? So they, like a, nobody this. Man, no, so we open we always open up the cases when they trade them in, oh, okay, and it. we just check the games and stuff. Like, look at the disc, make sure it's not scratched, whatever, all that stuff. We'd open it up, and like they'd be like joints rolled in there, or just like loose <laughs> weed in there. And I'm like, hey, you guys forgot some stuff or what? No, like, oh, sorry, man. Like, pick it up. <laughs> the more trading in, trading in games. Man, I'd give an extra thirty cents towards their trading. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Here's an arcade card from Cherryville Mall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With 30 cents on it for your, your joint in this game. Dark side, you want to talk about racing games? Uh, yeah, I played uh, a couple racing games. One of them was very brief, so I'll only be brief about it. Party Crashers. Um, it's some indie bullshit arcadey racing game. Kind of plays like RC Pro Am, except for uh, it looks like RC Pro Am. But there's this fucking laser beam behind you, and kind of takes you out one at a time like whoever's in last place gets killed and then the next one and the next one and whoever's left wins and uh it sucked and i didn't like it i played it Damn. like an hour and uh it's I, it didn't necessarily suck i just sucked at it so i didn't like it what system was this on uh it's i got it on uh playstation four years ago for like i don't know a quarter or some shit so i tried it <laughs> but yeah, 
That's it. I didn't really have much to say about it. It just was kind of trash, and I figured I'd talk about it. No platinum plans for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I need more than an hour for that. Um, other racing game I played was Team Sonic Racing, which uh, I haven't played a kart game in a long time, um, other than Mario Kart, because everybody plays Mario Kart, and it's amazing. Team Sonic Racing was fucking great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, it controlled exactly how you wanted to. It, uh, felt, I mean, it just felt great. You know, like the way you imagine like the first time you played Mario Kart, like on the 64 or whatever, you pick it up and you play it and you're like, yeah, this feels right. That's how this felt. It felt right. How I wanted to play it. Um, there is a story. What's that? Is there anything unique about this compared to Mario Kart? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot different. Um, like, there's a story in it, unlike any Mario Kart game, but that's neither here nor there. But the story's kind of bullshit. There's some big fat fucker who's like, I'm inviting everybody to race, you know, and he's inviting people through space and time because there are, like, all these different Sonic characters. None of it makes any sense. And everybody thinks he's nefarious and doing something evil, but they're joining anyways just to race. It doesn't really... Uh, they're like, yeah, I think he's in doing some bullshit, but we'll stick around and see what happens. It's not robotic. It's just some random fat guy. Yeah, it's some random. His name is like Baba Bon or some shit like that. And Eggman does show up, but like Baba he's Man? not he's not the main villain, at least not yet. I'm sure he'll be at the end of the game. Um, I'm about three fourths of the way through it, so I haven't got there yet. Um, but anyways, gameplay-wise, like I said, it played really well. Um, it's called Team Sonic Racing for a reason, because you play as a team. You control uh, one character, and then you have two other AI-controlled racers on the track with you. And the cool thing about that is that as you're racing, they can help you out throughout the race. Um, an example of that is uh, if they're racing in front of you, they'll have a trail behind them, and if you basically get in their drift, they'll slingshot you ahead and give you like a boost. Um, also, if they catch an item, you know, like a, a weapon that you would get uh, on the track, if you need it, you can request it from them and they'll give it to you and vice versa. Um, and also they will try to uh, run into enemy players so that you can, you know, get ahead of them and shit like that. Um, overall, I mean, like I said, played great, looked great. Um, it's a last-gen game, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, um, Switch game, so looks looks good. Um, good variety of tracks, game modes, you know, it had a, an okay variety of game modes, you know, pretty much what you would expect. The one game mode that I really did not like, which I still haven't been able to figure out, it's kind of like a timed thing where you have to try to grab as many coins on the track as you can before the time runs out. But the only way to extend the time limit is to drift while grabbing coins. Sometimes the coins just aren't in an easy place to drift on the track. So you just kind of either miss them or run, you know, or aren't drifting while you're running into them. There's got to be a way to get them. There is, but I just suck at it. So, yeah, you do. <laughs> but, what are the uh, courses like? Courses are like, uh, are they themed off? Because this is only Sonic. This isn't all of Sega. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's been a few different ones. There's been, uh, like a nightmare level, uh, you know, like a Halloween themed level. There's been um, pinball level. What's that first level from the first game of Sonic? Green, green Hill, Hill Zone. Yeah, like a Green Hill Zone. They're all kind of themed 
you know, based off Sonic levels and things like that. Lots of fun. You know, I played a little bit online, got my ass handed to me. Um, been playing the story. It's good. I'll finish it up uh, probably in the next week. Did you ever play that Sega Racing Transformed or whatever it's called? What system was that on? I know it was on Wii U, so I assume it was on like PS3 and 360, I'm guessing. I did not. But it could have been on PS4. No, I did not play that. That one was fun because like the the tracks would transform as you played them. Like you might start off the track in a car, but then the track would start to break away as you played. And then in one of the levels, I think there's no track left. So like you're just flying in a plane and there was like afterburner (laughs) level and there was like a uh, like burning Rangers, which is like a game from the Sega Saturn. Like there was like kind of these obscure games that they modeled the tracks off of. It, It was really good. Um, oh, one other thing I forgot to mention. Um, since you are a team, you get scored as a team also. So you could end up being in first place and get, uh, it's like 10 points. But if your two teammates suck and they end up like 11th and 12th, then you could technically lose the race. So it's in your best interest to help them out if they request help while you're playing. It sounds but, cool. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it... Uh, I don't remember why I own it. Maybe it was a PlayStation Now game, or maybe it was PlayStation Plus for some reason. I didn't buy it, but if you guys got it, play it. It's fun. You would recommend buying it, though? Uh, if it was... I mean, I'm sure it's not too expensive at this point. It's been out for years, so it's probably $20 or less. Okay. Um, that was the only two racing games that I played. I've um, been playing a shit ton of Call of Duty Vanguard with Muff. Mm-hmm. Getting our asses handed to us. That's not true. I'm pretty damn good. That's okay. <laughs> Multiplayer game. You know, everybody knows what it is. I don't need to get into it. it we've been playing a lot of it. And What's special fun. about this Call of Duty compared to like some of the other it's ones? It's like Nothing. all the others. <laughs> this is Call of Duty. Yeah. It's, the, it's the time of the year, so you play it. So you could literally just play the one from last year and get the same well, fix. But you what's the po- to pay no way. It's $60 and fix. Okay, what's different then? You won't get it's, the Christmas news, game. man. The Christmas news. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah it's it's Christmas, Christmas news. <laughs> season, man. No, it, it's uh, it's got a lot of good maps. They're all varied and they're all interesting. Um, it's it's still Call of Duty, so we're not talking about anything crazy or special, but it's fun to play. And uh, outside of that, I only played one other game. I wanted this to be our theme. For the month, I wanted to do holiday-themed games, so I played a holiday-themed game. It was Santa's Xmas Adventure. (laughs) It's a tile-based puzzle game where you have to move tiles around in order so you can get Santa to to go along the path and pick up presents and get to the end. I played it for two hours, and I'm not done yet. But I will finish it in platinum it. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Sound really proud. <laughs> are you are you enjoying it, or do you just want that platinum? I am not enjoying. It. <laughs> just going for the platinum. Just going for that platinum. Oh, you platinum whore! He's like a horse with a carrot, man. You're never gonna catch that carrot, Dark Side. Uh, yeah, maybe. That's it, bitches. All right, Muff, what you got for racing games or anything else? Played Call of Duty Vanguard with Darkseid. That was a lot of fun. That was. Moose. Moose play. So I did play. 
We uh, dude broed quite a bit this month. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, I like multiplayer. You, you play with your friends. Your friends try to take time out of their day to join you, have a good time with you. Hugsy raising hell. That's okay. We still kill him. <laughs> she does, yeah. <laughs> so for racing game, I played Joyride Turbo. This is a Xbox 360 game. Uh, it's on the Game Pass. Uh, so ultimately what it is, it's kart racing. But you use your, uh, your uh, Xbox avatar. So your Xbox avatar is out there on the course driving around. Um, What's your avatar, Muff? Is it Ariana Grande? Why would that be Ariana Grande? You use Ariana Grande in everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, spiral what a strange one. Yeah. Spiral's not the crazy one in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Muff is more pissed that you guys are calling it Ariana instead of Ariana. Take it from the whitest girl in this group with your pumpkin spice ice cream, bitch. <laughs> he goes to defend Muff and just gets slammed. <laughs> God. Plays Tecmo Bowl, gets slammed. Defends Muff, gets slammed. <laughs> Joyride Turbo. It, it, it's Kart Racer. Um, you know, Darkseid talked up the Sonic Racer one quite a bit. Um I mean, this is just, I mean, you want kart racing? That's exactly what it is. It's kart racing. So, but, I mean, as much as everyone loves uh, uh, Mario Kart, obviously, um, what stands out um, this game for Mario Kart is it's not lame. So, (laughs) 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 So if you want to have a good time, go play Joyride Turbo. Played Forza, Forza Five. Played that. You gonna play more of that? I, I, I mean, I don't plan to. But it's pretty. So I'll tell you what I did. Um, I, I got the next week off. I got. I brought the Switch downstairs and I hooked it up. And I think I'm gonna play some Luigi's Mansion this week. Ooh, wow. the third right. one. Yeah, that's Luigi- the only one on Switch. Is is that right? Yeah. 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 So, uh... Muff, did you create your own character in Forza? Fortnite, what? Did you create your own character in Forza, and what does she look like? Can you do that? It just gave me some dude named Scott. <laughs> I think it, it starts off with a default, and you can customize it off you the can bat. Custom- yeah, yeah, I didn't. You can. I think Again, you can do I, it now. Like, in the middle of the game, you can hit start, go to, like, one of the menus, and change it anytime. Really? Yeah. I might, uh, well, to answer your question, who asked the question? Spiral. Smooth. Smooth ain't here, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Played a little Fortnite. As Ariana Grande, right? Can we can we get clarification on that? <laughs> yeah, why the else would you want to fucking play? <laughs> See, that's the only reason to play. And, uh, y'all ever played Moving Out? No, I thought about playing that. How how was that? It is it's fun. I mean, it's crazy. You just start uh like swing your dick but with furniture. You just grab it and just start tossing shit. And you got to load the truck and you're throwing it out windows downstairs, running like goddamn maniac. It, it it's fun. Is that uh, uh something that's better like multiplayer or I don't know. Nobody plays with me. I just stand there holding my dick all day. Invite invite sent. Yeah. 
What is moving out? I don't know what this is. And I also played Kingdom Two Crowns. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a Games with Gold game. Derek said it's um it's the equivalent to um what's the cooking game, Brian? Overcooked. 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 But yeah, you just moving furniture instead of cooking food. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I was actually thinking of another game. Actually, I'm not sure I know what this game is. After Muff started describing it, what were you thinking about? There was some some new game that came out called like Unpacked or something. It was, it was like an indie game just came out on Switch. It's supposed to be, I think, very relaxing. You're just like uh, unpacking, unpacking yeah. boxes and putting shit away and stuff. I heard about that piece of shit game. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that game is on Game Pass too, Brian. <laughs> Damn, I fucked up. You fucked up canceling your Game Pass. I played that Halo Infinite. Wow. Downloaded that. Jumped in the game. 30 seconds later, quit. Haven't played it since. <laughs> it's a good game, man. Did you enjoy your time with it? Here's what I enjoyed about it. Smoo and his cousin was up in the party chat playing. Moose was up in there, too. Huh? But he wasn't talking. I, I, I think when you jumped in, I wasn't there. Playing, and uh, uh, I was talking to Dwayne and uh, Smoo. And uh, Darkseid joined, sent me the invite, so I went back to duty. I said, bye, Smoo, bib up. And he said, bib up. And I was like, ooh, wait. He's like, no, you don't tell anybody I said that. So, Smoo eating that ass, yo. <laughs> Y'all remember Tragic Bullet? Yeah. Fuck no. Nope. <laughs> Isn't that like a blender or something? No, you, you're thinking that's of that. Bullet. Yeah, no, that's that, uh, that rabbit, the vibrator rabbit. <laughs> Rocket League played Rocket League. Oh, have you been playing Rocket League? No. What? It just showed up on my list like I've been playing, but I don't remember playing it. But I must have because I'm looking at the recent games I played. Somebody hack your Xbox? Maybe. Is that possible? It happened to Moose. Happened to me a long time ago. Then I put the two. Uh, Factor authentication. Factor authentication, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was years ago, though. But, yeah, they, they hacked my game, or they hacked my Xbox Live, and they bought a bunch of, like, FIFA shit. So some dude in Europe, probably. And then they, uh, like, I found out that they got hacked pretty quickly. And Xbox gave me, like, a $25 gift card after it was all resolved, which was kind of nice. My bad, bro. Yeah. It was probably something to do with Yahoo getting hacked, because I think I probably used the same password at the time. My passwords are impenetrables. I just have shitty passwords (laughs) and use two-factor authentication everywhere I can. I forget my passwords. There's no forgetting this password. (laughs) (laughs) Password is... <laughs> it's gonna be something really smutty with VR at the end VR or something, Blumkin, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> VR Blumkin 2021. <laughs> when it says update it, he just does 2022. <laughs> and update it again in 2023. <laughs> Y'all ever had a Blumkin? Holy Assassin introduced us to that at Walmart, I believe. He gave everybody in, a Blumkin at Walmart? <laughs> 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 Let me show you something. <laughs> oh man, holy crazy! Oh. I wonder if maybe Eric's face was always red. Good God. 
His face was always red, wasn't yeah. it? Build up at the radio grill and then said, let's go to the That's bathroom, right. guys. I got to show you something. <laughs> got fucking road rash of holy assassin's thighs. Fucking holy. All right, Melbro, you want to talk about racing games you played in November? Uh, yeah. So the first game I played, I, I didn't play a lot of games in November, but you know, I tried to dabble in a few here for the pod. I didn't have a lot of time this month, but the first one I played was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Um, That's a lot of words. Yeah. yeah Is that a game? game? Yeah, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit <laughs> Remastered. What system? Switch. Wow. Like Hell that. yeah. Um, that game is some. <laughs> yeah, that, that game is some bullshit. <laughs> uh, it's pretty basic, man. It's nothing. I, I, maybe I didn't give it enough time. I played for about two hours, but it's pretty dry. Um, there was no story. It was just straight racing. You know, you and some cops chase you, and you run from them, and then uh, you can do another mission where you're the cops chasing some people. The end. <laughs> Yeah, I played that on PS2 back in the day. It was real popular back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't get it. I don't get why. You could just run from the cops or chase the or you can be the cops and that's the yeah. whole game. I mean, it was fun when you played with like two player or something. Yeah. I think it was probably more fun. It's kind of cool racing. You could race like your friend or something. That was, that was kind of like the Was that the one where you could have like a Ferrari police car and stuff? <laughs> don't remember that i just remember like it was the first time like i think it was the first time it introduced like the nas like feature where like if you hit Little that nice button or whatever ass. boom it goes like really <laughs> fast no not that guy that guy's weird nas is weird <laughs> little nas x no, nas oh. sucks. Little, <laughs> this sucks. little nas x is weird there's the difference watch what you say man don't get us canceled Cancel culture. Everyone man. likes Old Town Road, man, right, Spiral? <laughs> That's right. Trent Rest won a Grammy for that word. For that. <laughs> That's Get not Randy game. Travis. That's the baby. Huh? Don't abort the baby, man. No, I'm just. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I, I don't even know where yeah, <laughs> these names started popping up. All right. The next game I played with. Um, and my son liked this game a lot. Uh, Need for Speed Payback. Um, this is a game that I got free on PlayStation Plus. The graphics look really good. This is a, a lot better than Hot Pursuit Remastered to me. Um, the, the the game, the graphics are, are really good in the game. I feel like the uh, car customization is really good. Some cool tracks. Um, but it's still pretty basic Need for Speed. Um, but I think it's a lot better than Hot Pursuit Remastered in my opinion. Um, is it newer? It is newer, yeah. The, the the problem with all these like remasters always coming out like they're old games they don't really update it they give it like a graphical facelift and then they like release it and people don't realize it's just an old shitty game with like a, exactly an up, updated paint job you know but yeah not much to say about Need for Speed Payback because I didn't get too far in that I played that for about an hour but 
Um, my son likes it, so uh, I'll probably play more of it. Uh, the next one was actually a good game, uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered. This one was really good. Yeah. This is a good game. Um, I like this because it's open world, so I guess what you guys are saying about 4 of the 5, this probably reminds me a lot of what you guys are saying about that. Um, because I like the open world racer games where you can just go and do whatever you want. It's not just like cookie cutter, you know, do a race, you know, that's it. But you can drive around and, you know, do all different different types of missions and um, like the the crashing looks is pretty fun in this game too. Just crashing into stuff is a lot of fun. You know, trying to destroy other people's cars. You know, those type of missions. So that was that was a lot of fun. I'm enjoying that, and I'll, I'll probably play a lot more of this one. Um, just drive around this open world and enjoy it. Any of you guys played this? Back in the day, we I used to play it. I think Emil had it on like what 360 or something. Yeah, I had uh, um, Burnout Paradise Takedown. I think. Oh, not Paradise. I don't think I had Paradise. I had Burnout Paradise uh, on the PlayStation 3, and yeah, I played a ton of it. I probably sunk like 30 hours into that game. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun. Uh, and then the last game I played, this isn't a racer, but it is. Um, I bought this because Muff recommended it, Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. It, it was fun. You know, me and my kids played some of this, um, just, you know, racing in these little balls with monkeys. I, I, I don't, why, why do they put monkeys in balls? <laughs> keep them contained yeah like the movie outbreak that's what they that's how they resolve that movie i'm still confused why like this is a concept to put a monkey inside a ball and, and roll around and people enjoy it but it's a thing so uh, i played it it was fun though just it, it kind of feels like uh almost like a mario kart clone almost you know the racing aspect of it i haven't played single player yet but we did a couple of races and then we did some you know monkey bowling and shit like monkey in the bowling, like <laughs> running the monkeys into the bowling pins. Um, we did some monkey fights where you can try and knock each other off this little circular pad, rolling into each other. Um, what so about monkey, monkey target? Monkey target's the best one, man. Oh, I saw that. What's monkey target? I don't monkey know target's the best one. You what go down target? like a huge ramp, ramp and then you you open up your ball and you got like wings that come out and then you got to float to different targets that are floating in water and then you get power ups to like. Have sticky ball to where like you'll stop faster and things like that. It's a lot of fun. Okay, target. It's, all right. It's kind of hard though. Like it, your kids might have a, a tough time with it. Harder than the other mini games, at least. But it's fun. They were getting pissed at Monkey Ball, and they kept getting gutter balls. Throwing the switch around. Yeah, we have to start playing something else. They didn't like that ball and shit. So <laughs> instead of monkeys, what would you put in the balls? People. Put some people, people? in there. Yeah. So, super monkey balls, but put people in there and leave the monkeys out. Yeah, pe- people's balls. Super, pe- super people's balls. You go to yeah. two That'll time, right? <laughs> <laughs> the but, single uh, player is a lot of fun, though, Melvin. You should check that out. So, what do you do on the single player? So, you just pretty much got to make it to the end goal. And then the stage, you just, like, rotate the stage or you, like, tilt the stage. And then you just like guide the ball to the end of the stage, but there's all sorts of like crazy obstacles and things like that. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. Yeah, I got it too. I mean, for only twenty dollars, you can't. I mean, that's a great deal. What's that? And you got it on Switch. You got a Switch though? Yeah. Oh shit! Hell yeah! I bought it also <laughs> on the PlayStation Five. It'll sit and I'll never open it. Oh no! Yeah. I'm gonna pick that for my deep dive, man. Now since I know you guys got oh, it. Oh shit! <laughs> now I gotta open it, dude. What about Death Loop, man? I picked it up for you. 
That's old hat, man. We're talking about monkey ball now. Oh, shit, man. It's one and done. It's gone, right? Hey, at least pay me, Melvin. Man. Damn. Don't think about it, man. Monkey ball or death loop. We'll see. But yeah, that was it for me, Brian. I didn't really uh, play much outside of that. All right, Emil, what you got for racing games? Nothing. Good man. No, for anything else? Yeah, I got no, <laughs> no, uh, no racing games. Um, I was thinking about playing Mario Kart, but then I'm like, eh, Brian will probably play Mario Kart, so I didn't play Mario Kart. <laughs> and then I accident, I accidentally downloaded Asphalt Nine. I think it's like a free racing game on the Switch. Accident. No, I did it on purpose, but I never fired it up or anything. I didn't play it. Gotcha. Um, I just played Alan Wake and the DLC content pretty much for the deep dive we did earlier. Um, I'm thinking about doing uh, Deathloop. It's if Melbro, you know, stays true to his word and does the, uh, you know, the deep dive on that. But I, I'm going to play it either way. I'm going to play good. it either way. Yeah, I think that's the next game I'm going to start. But yeah, I haven't, haven't really played anything. What do you think of that? I don't think we got into the DLC much. What do you think of that Alan Wake DLC? It's pretty good, man. Um, right, I think talking the, about this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> the signal, the signal was good. Um, that's the first DLC uh, content. Um, that was pretty good. But I really liked the writer, which is the last one. Um, that was really good, and it kind of explains um, more of what happens and how there's. Well, I think there's going to be. Um, like a continuation. So it's pretty cool. I liked it. The signal when I played it, I remember that one was much harder than the main game. Was that still the case? Oh, was it dude. like a lot of combat? Yeah, the the T V part, man. I mean Darkside, you played that already, right? Yeah, I uh, don't know what you guys are talking about. It was really simple. Are are you joking or are you serious? I'm pretty serious. I dude, Brian, I was like furious, dude. With like the T V part. I kept dying at that part and i was like what the hell is going on and then it wasn't as bad as i thought it was because you could keep your distance i was trying to bull charge in there and i think that was the issue like where everything was just flying at you and hitting you and stuff so that, that was kind of tough but once you kind of maybe you tick up more strategic dark side and that's probably why you were able to like go through it easier or beat it easier but yeah i was trying to just uh gun ho through it and that wasn't working so I changed up my strategy a little bit and stayed a distance from it, and then I was able to. But that whole TV part, I was like, "What the hell am I doing? What the hell's going on?" Like, I kind of got confused at that part for some reason. I don't know why. It was just weird. Yeah, I just uh, took out my flare gun and shot three flares at it, and I was done. Yeah, I didn't have enough. I don't think I had enough stuff. Like, I had to find the flare. I think there was like I had one flare w on the ground. I think you can find two flares in that place. Um, and I think I used I probably used them at the wrong time or something. But uh -huh. yeah. That was the hardest part for me, but after that, even the the writer's a lot easier too. That's what I had heard. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I didn't finish up the writer. I only played the signal, but it was oh, it was dude, tough the, from what the I writer. I probably finished it in an hour. It wasn't even that long. It's pretty cool though. Glad I played it, but just to wrap it up and everything. So I know Melvin really loved the game. You couldn't put it down. <laughs> so are you thinking about playing that uh, American Nightmare? It was like a like a standalone game but it's like a, sh a much shorter game i think because it came out at like 15 bucks or something yeah moose brought that to my attention and i i really honestly didn't even know what it was but i might look into that i don't know if they have it on ps5 is it on ps5 is it available for that i think moose sent it for like xbox or something yeah i have no idea what it's what it's available on 
Okay. What type of game is it? I don't even know. I know almost nothing it's, about it. Yeah. It said it was a, like I tried it when you guys were doing the Alan Wake deep dive because I didn't have access to the full game. Um, and it, from what I understand, it's just in the same universe, just another part of the sto- of the story. So the gameplay is the same, or it's a different. I would type assume of game? it's the same. I never played the original. I mean, is it like flashlight and gun, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're getting like pages of a story and shit like that. Yeah, I'll have to look into that because I I just basically like responded like, "What is this?" Like I, I had no clue, so I'd have to look into that. I, I'm assuming they're gonna make another one the way like the writer ended in the DLC. Like, I mean, it would be pretty cool. And like they even had the t- like he was typing up his story or whatever, and he it just like comes up with the title at the end and then like it ends. So it's kind of cool. Well, Dark said, so. did you say they're making a, a sequel to Control? They are. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder if, yeah, maybe they'll integrate more Alan Wake stuff into that. Or, yeah, maybe they'll do another Alan Wake after Control 2. I yeah. I do uh, want to play Control as well. So Control is a great game. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should, like, probably you should have that on PS Plus, right? Didn't it come out on PS Plus? Yeah. I think it did. Yeah. I think uh, my Xbox was sealed at that time, possibly. But you were, you were getting them on the app, though, right? You oh, were yeah. letting those PS oh, Plus yeah. games go, right? Yeah, you know me. No, I wasn't getting them on the app. <laughs> oh, shit. Big <laughs> so, mistake. Yeah. Huge mistake. I probably <laughs> lost that guy here. Just what? fish it out of Melvin's garbage cans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's pretty much it for me. That's all I got. From months ago, it's still sitting there at the bottom of Melvin's <laughs> garbage can. <laughs> All right, I'm going to round things out with the racing games that I played. Uh, the first game I played was Snowboard Kids for the N64. This is It's like a cult classic. I don't know many people that have played this, but the people that have seem to really like it. I mean, it was okay. It, it was not as good as, as like Mario Kart 64, but it's very similar. You know, kind of a cutesy racer. Um, you get weapons similar to Mario Kart, but they're not as much fun. Um, there's some of the weapons. Like one of them is a parachute where it makes you fly into the air and slowly float down. When you get hit by that, it just takes forever. So it's like really infuriating to get hit by some of these. The thing with the weapons that is cool, you can hold two different weapons at once. One of them is an attack weapon, and then another one isn't really a weapon. It's just like an ability, like a boost or something like that. So you can hold two different items at once. And then the way you get items is there's coins on the track, and you have to pick up the coins. And then each coin is like, you know, 100 coins or whatever. And then when you hit an item box, you've got to have coins to be able to pick up the item. But if you run out of coins, then you just bounce off the item box like it's an obstacle. And then you can get more coins as well by doing tricks during the course. So that was pretty cool. There's only four racers at a time, including you. So there's really not a lot of people that you're racing against. And there's not a lot of tracks either. So there was six tracks. And there's three more, I think, that you unlock once you get first place in all six tracks. I didn't get first place in the last two tracks. They're pretty hard, and it was really long. Like, some of these tracks are, like, seven to eight minutes long. So it felt like a really long time when you're playing and you lose at the end. I didn't want to really jump back in and try again. Because most of the time, like, the longest Mario Kart track takes, like, six minutes. But they're usually more like three minutes for, like, three laps. Usually really quick. The tracks themselves were cool. There's, like, an amusement park. There's like a grassy flower meadow. So it's snowboarding, but one of them you're like just going down like a grassy hill. And there's like sunflowers all over the place. That was pretty cool. Uh, it had great music. Uh, the controls were kind of weird. Like in general, snowboarding games always kind of have weird controls. Like when you're turning, it just seems like 
It's never as precise as in a vehicle. But yeah, the single player was just really limited. There was really no difficulty settings. It was just the six tracks. You got to get first place on them. Otherwise, there's really nothing else to do besides a few mini games that didn't really hold my attention for that long. So I may go back to try and do it. But another thing, it does not save to the cart. So you've got to have a memory pack for the N64, which (laughs) most games did not require that. So I did have a memory pack, but it filled it up almost 100% of the way. So it's like if I want to play any other N64 game, I can't if it requires the save pack, which most don't. But it filled it up almost there's, I think, 124 blocks that it gives you. And Snowboard Kids took up 121 blocks. And I have no idea why it took up so much space. It was ridiculous. So there's a code you can do to unlock all the courses. I'll probably do that just to see what the last three courses are like. The one thing that was cool, is it does have laps. But when you make it to the bottom of the hill, you have to get on a ski lift. And then it takes you back up. So it's kind of a weird flow because it stops you at the end of each lap. And then it does like a mini cutscene as you go back up the mountain. But it was kind of cool because if everybody gets to the ski lift at the same time, the like you have to wait in line kind of. And if you slam into the ski lift when somebody else has already gone in it, then you'll bounce off of it. And then sometimes people sneak by you. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, this game had kind of like well regarded. And I think it was probably because people enjoyed the multiplayer when they were kids and they haven't played it recently. I mean, I mean, I probably won't go back to it all that much. When it comes to that memory pack stuff, Brian, like, do you uh, manage, like, what's on your memory card? Like, do you specifically save certain games on your memory card? Like, even though the N64 is 20 years old or whatever it is? So, I didn't even know that the memory card was needed for games until I tried playing Castlevania 64, like, two years ago. And it, I made it to the first save point, and it said, you cannot save because you don't have a memory pack. And I was like, shit. So, I bought a memory pack. I never went back to Castlevania 64, so I didn't have anything on my memory card. So that's how I was able to save this. But even the ability to like manage what data you have is weird. Like You have to put in a game that doesn't use the memory pack and then hold start when you turn on the system to be able to access the menu. So it's, it's really bizarre. I, they didn't think through the memory pack nearly as well as like you know PlayStation where you just have kind of that the dashboard... Um, even though it's a basic dashboard, you can still manage your memory card a bit easier on PlayStation for sure. Next game I played was a Dreamcast launch game called Pen Pen Tri Isolon. You race as penguins, and the, it's kind of a cool concept in that the track is split into there's like three different modes. There's a mode where you are racing on your belly, so you're kind of pushing the A button as if you're like it's like almost like you're in a swimming mini game. Or not a swimming mini game, but like in Mario, like if you're swimming in Mario 64, you you don't hold the A button, but you push it to like kind of propel yourself. So you do that on your belly. And then there's another mode where you're swimming underwater, which uses the same thing. But then there's a third mode where you're waddling, you're walking. It is just like Fall Guys, like exactly <laughs> like Fall Guys. The controls are shitty. You're bouncing off of each other. There's like bumpers you're running into. I mean, I was I was really surprised how it was just like fall guys so, so i almost a, so it's a really good game you just suck at it <laughs> yeah yeah it was yeah it was an amazing game i mean it was cool like th- those sections weren't very long and it broke up the flow of the game but yeah overall the game only has four courses so it's extremely limited and you can change up the courses a little bit like you can add an extra section to the course so there'll be a fourth section 
But otherwise, there's like not a whole lot to the game. I mean, I'm sure it was rushed out to make the Dreamcast launch. Uh, there's no weapons. So again, for the style of game that it is, um, you would think it would have some kind of weapons, but it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, the tracks themselves are pretty fun. There's a jungle course. There's a sweets course, so it's like you know candy all over the track. There's a toy course that is like pinball. Then there's like a haunted house course. So when you're waddling, there's like these zombie arms that come up and <laughs> grab you and shit like that. Yeah, overall, um, yeah, it's a shit game for sure. But I enjoyed the brief time that I spent with it. I did want to call it one of the characters in the game, Muff. You might be interested in this. She's an ice cream woman, and she's got big breasts, and her name is Mrs. Cream, and she smokes a cigarette. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. I thought you might like that. Um, I did want to. So I was like, I wonder Why how... have you not sent me pictures? I'll send, I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> Why have you not previously? I didn't think about it. I wanted to surprise you here OG3 sent you pictures? You, I'll send you a picture of Mrs. Cream. I think you'll like it. <laughs> I did want to, so I was curious, I'm trying to find it here, of what people thought of this game when it first came out. Because, I mean, it's 20 years old, it was a launch title for the Dreamcast, so I was like, I wonder what people thought of this game. So I dug out a Game Informer from 1999, and I wanted to read the review that they have. Where is this? This was an American launch title? Yeah, it was an American launch title for the Dreamcast. I yeah. don't remember that at all. Yeah, so here's the review. Game Informer gave it a 4 out of 10, and they said, Good God, I have two words for you. Penguin racing. Let that sink in for a moment. Now turn and run as far as you can from this game, proving that the new era of gaming will always have room for some good old-fashioned suckiness. Pen Pen Tri Isilon might win my vote as the worst Dreamcast launch title. This cutesy poo monstrosity features your choice of seven cartoonishly nauseating, puffin-like creatures who slide, swim, and run through 12 tracks, None of these tracks are especially fast or interesting, and even worse, there aren't even 12 of them. They just divide four tracks into three different lengths. The steering control is pretty solid, but to move, you have to keep pressing the A button to paddle. Imagine racing in a rowboat. Given that this is a Dreamcast game, the graphics are above average, but that's about it. To top it off, the characters spew the most grating gibberish this side of Croc, <laughs> making me mad enough to march down to Antarctica and club a baby seal. So they, oh, were, yeah. not, uh, they were not super high on Pen Pen Tri Isolon. Now so, I want to try it. <laughs> it's worth, it's like, it was super cheap. Like, I'm sure you can find it for just dirt cheap. Yeah, if you've got it, I would recommend just putting it in and, and playing a couple rounds of it. I wonder why the Dreamcast failed. Yeah, you gotta, gotta have something available at launch, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, and then real quick, I played Uniracers, which is a game I know Smoo likes a lot for the Super Nintendo. I couldn't get into it. It's really bland, and you, you race a unicycle on like a straight path because it's 2D, so it's side-scrolling. You do tricks and stuff, but it was really boring. The the one interesting thing I wanted to pick up, or I wanted to mention, is that I Wikipedia the game, and the creators of the game got sued by Pixar because Pixar had a short animated feature in like the 80s that had a unicycle, and they sued this company because they said your unicycle looks like our unicycle. And the creator of the game was like, it's a unicycle. There's not a whole lot to it. Like, like what would, what else would it be? But they lost the lawsuit. And so Uniracers is probably just like never going to be put on anything again. Cause I'm sure nobody wants to touch that game. <laughs> uh, the game that I put the most time into though was Diddy Kong Racing. I forgot how much fun this game was. It was really fun. I mean, the big thing about this game 
versus Mario Kart 64 is the single player. The single player is really robust. Um, there's an open hub world to explore. So you drive around to get to the individual tracks. And then it has like the standard, like do four races and try and get the most points. But before you can even do that, you've got to get first in all the individual tracks. Then you race a boss, like there's a Triceratops or a dragon. And then after that, you've got to go through all the races again. And each track has eight silver coins. And you've got to pick up those coins and still get first place. And that can be really difficult because some of the coins take you off of the optimized racing route that you want to take. Uh, there's two of them I just can't. I've probably tried it like 30 times. They're really difficult to do. And then after that, you race a harder boss. And then after that is when you do the the main trophy race, which is all Mario Kart 64 ever offers you. So the single player is just like so much fun. And it really is too bad that Mario Kart, you know, that series didn't look at Diddy Kong and feel like they needed to do anything more. And I mean, Mario Kart sells crazy well. So they probably figured, why put in the effort? It's going to sell anyway. But it is disappointing. And then this game has three vehicles as well. You have a car, you have a hovercraft, and you have a plane. So they all control differently, and it, it, it is fun. I mean, the car is probably the best one, but it is fun playing those other modes. It just makes the game feel more fresh. In general, the controls are really good. Like, the drifting feels good, and then you can hold brake while you drift to do, like, a really sharp drift, um, which is really necessary to get those silver coins because you got to be pretty precise. And I mean, they're lenient on, like, if you get close to a coin, you'll grab it, but um, you got to utilize that drift like crazy. The... AI in the game doesn't have the rubber banding that Mario Kart always has, so which is kind of hard because if you're losing a race, it's like, well, I might as well start over because there's no way that I'm going to be able to to catch up. The weapons, I would say, are just as good as Mario Kart, if not better. Like, there's different colored balloons for the different weapons that you can get, and then if you get the same color balloon, it increases your weapon. Like, if you get one red balloon, you'll get one missile, which is kind of like a green shell. And then if you get another red balloon before you've used it, you get a homing missile, which is kind of like a red shell. And then if you get another red balloon, then you get 10 regular missiles. So it'd be like if you had 10 green shells in Mario Kart. So it's just really fun, like this, the variety and like the strategies that you can come up with with those different weapons. So, yeah, I, I'll probably try it a little bit more to see if I can uh, finish up those like the last bit that I need to do before I unlock the final set of tracks. But it's super fun. I, I've. Yeah, I mean, it still holds up as a, a really good game. Was it the first time you played play that, that game? You know, I played it back in the day um, when I when I booted it up. Andy Borhage's save file was still on there, <laughs> where he had beat the game and like started like the second adventure mode, which is more difficult. So I didn't see a save file of myself at all. Moose, you had a save file on there. Did <laughs> I really? Yeah, yeah, but it, you had only played like two races or something like that. But yeah, I, I played it a little bit back in the day, but uh, I don't think I beat it. And I think the reason why this game is probably not as fondly remembered, the, the tracks themselves are not as good as Mario Kart. So because there's four different themed levels, I think there's a fifth one I haven't unlocked. A lot of the courses do seem kind of similar, where with Mario Kart 64, you've got those 16 tracks, but they're all pretty unique. They all kind of stand out. So I, I think that's where Mario Kart wins with the better tracks. And then that probably drew people back to play that multiplayer more and that's why they have more fond memories but the single player it's like no question diddy kong racing is way better single player uh but that's all i got and i think that's going to do it for this episode muff do you want to let people know where they can find us on social media 
Yes, Brian. You can find us at beatofthemonth.com. There you will find our link tree to where you can find all of our social medias at Beat of the Month. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Have a good time on there. And if you want to listen to us, our link tree will show you to Spotify, Apple Pods, Good Pods, and everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Like us, subscribe, tell us what's up. Tell these guys they're a bunch of bitches. Have a good time. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Next week, we will take a look at our favorite racing games of all time. And uh, we, we might ch- – are we, are we going to change up the uh, the way we do that, fellas? What do you want to do? I, I guess we should just talk talk about that off uh, the recording. Surprise, man. All right, all right, yeah. It's going to be a surprise for everyone. Is it going to be our top three? <laughs> are we all going to compile and come up with a definitive best racer list who we don't even know? So stay tuned next episode talking about more racing games the best of the best this has been beat of the month and we'll catch you next week peace out y'all